Hi, my name's Melinda, and I'm a Pilates teacher. I'm also a mother and a daughter. So, I uh, had a complicated life growing up, and I still do. I struggle with bipolar disorder, and it makes things a bit hard for me, and I don't know. Interaction is always kind of hard. Socialization and and whatnot. I either have a hard time on my end or sometimes I feel like people can sense that about me and, and you know, maybe are against me for it. Maybe that's just my paranoia. Maybe it's the truth and that's why I've lost out on so many opportunities later in my life as I didn't have it before when I was younger so the opportunities were immense and I was very successful anyways basically my life has just come to this and I love routine now before I had no routine and with my afflictions, bipolar disorder and ADHD and of course all whatever else I have. I know PTSD, anxiety, but mostly the ADHD and the bipolar. I do need structure. And I may seem boring to most people now, but I lived a very colorful life, so I don't feel like I've missed out on anything, you know? I like boring now. Boring is my middle name. Melinda Boring Acosta. So, today's just the usual Saturday. I got up and taught my morning online class to my favorite couple in the world. And now I'm headed over to pick up one of my other favorite clients from her home to bring her to my home to work out. She is about 76 years old and has very bad arthritis and cannot stand up a lot. And it's hard for her to get in and out of her car. So I try to make it as comfortable for her as possible, picking her up and taking her home after class. I feel like it gives her a sense of importance as well. These are things I like to do for my clients, especially my favorite clients. My clients that really appreciate me and are always referring other clients to me. It's just amazing. So, anyways, we're going to do our workout. We do more of a Pilates post-rehab workout than we do Pilates, let's say, for a younger person. Just regular pretty Pilates is what I call it. Pretty Pilates. Who likes pretty Pilates? I guess a lot of people do because they go to the studios, but that's one of those places that I feel like I don't belong. Again, with the... With the... Uh, 
you know, discomfort of being around those kinds of people, I guess, happy people. Not that I'm not happy, but I don't know. I think I'm a little autistic or something. In fact, my son was diagnosed with mild Asperger's and his doctor sort of diagnosed me as well. She said that I probably was the same based on things she noticed and things she knew about my history and whatnot. I believe it. All my friends are autistic. So, anyways, I don't judge them. I feel quite comfortable around them. So maybe there's something to it. But anyways, back to pretty Pilates. It's for some people, but for this particular client, we work on a lot of exercises to help her legs, the supporting muscles and joints around the knee. So that she can take the pressure off of the knee and be able to use the other muscles properly without having other symptoms such as hip pain and foot pain and other pains that come along with imbalances that develop when the body starts to compensate for weaknesses and imbalances in the body. Pain itself causes a deterioration in the muscles anyhow. Just alone, the rate of deterioration with brought on by acute pain happens quite rapidly and is quite difficult to I guess, to remedy, to catch up on, to make it like it was before. It takes twice as much work, I think. So we work a lot on her internal, external rotators and a lot on her feet. The feet are very important. A lot of people don't work their feet out. They go to the gym, they do squats, they do push-ups, they do sit-ups, but they don't do foot exercises. They stretch, but they don't do feet stretches. Having grown up a dancer, I know how important the feet are and how important it is to take care of them. Also, as a specialist now, I really try to instill that in my clients I think more than other trainers out there because I don't really get a lot of people that come in and say, oh yeah, so-and-so told me about the feet. They seem quite taken aback that the feet 
really need as much work as they do. So we work on her rotators and her her feet a lot. And she's made so much progress. She had gone from only being able to do 30 minutes a session with chair exercises because she cannot stand up to do exercises. Her arthritis is so bad. Her knees are bone to bone. And now she comes twice a week for an hour each day to work on my equipment in my studio which is awesome because we can get a lot more done and do more things we have more options but like I said the fact that she can even do an hour's worth of work now is progress and and the fact that she's getting stronger and not just in her legs but in her entire body so we do do we do work out other parts of the body as well don't think I just focus on the legs but it is a big part of our workout I try to praise her and let her know she's doing really well because sometimes I think that she thinks she just can't do it because the pain or because you know, people just get down on themselves. And I like to keep my clients motivated and always praise their progress. And of course, let them know that they can do it. Now, if they can't do it, then I'll tell them they can't do it. And usually that's because they'll hurt themselves. But that's the only time I'll tell somebody they can't do it. Always tell them they can do it and try to really push them a little further each time if you can all right well I am pulling up here so I'm going to have to put this on hold for a minute and attend to my client and I'll be back to talk more about how the session went. Maybe I'll even cast through the session. We'll see how the client feels. So have a good day. So I just finished my session with my client and it went very well. We had a good time talking. She is an amazing person and we completely see eye to eye. It seems that many of my clients are that way. I have a hard time because of my disability or inability, I don't know, to communicate with people sometimes because of my bipolar disorder that it's hard to keep some clients sometimes so I cherish the ones that appreciate me and that I can get along with I don't get along with everybody I'm gonna be honest but I've been trying harder to get along with people I was 
always pretty much a bitch. But nowadays, that doesn't get you very far in life. And it's not like I'm being fake, but I'm just trying to use a different approach. And when I find somebody who treats me well, like the clients that I have now, then I try to cherish that and hold on to it and appreciate them as well. So, anyways, she went into class not feeling too good with her body and left feeling much better. So that's always great to hear. And we had some good conversation and she gave me a 12 pack of lemonade that was really good that I tried. Anyway, she's always so giving and more than anything, I just am glad to be able to help her feel better from her pain and to know her as a person. You know, my clients are professionals, but they are funny, nice. They're not stuck up and mean. And it gives me hope that maybe now I'm a different person and new experiences with people that are maybe not quite like me, that I'll be able to, you know, at least have some sort of relationship with them. It doesn't have to be best friends, but it doesn't have to be, you know, um, I don't have to be a pariah, I guess which is what I've been so far, especially in the industry, you know. Um, I'm well known for being whatever people call me behind my back, but that's okay, I don't care. I'm still the best Pilates teacher around my area, not in, not in the whole world, but I think I'm a pretty damn good Pilates teacher. And I think the fact that my clients refer me to all their friends, you know, is a pretty good you know, thing, because they have standards, you know, they have money, they have standards, and they'll pay more for things that a lot of us would go around and try to find a better deal for, so I take that as a personal compliment, and, you know, if they offer services, like this one lady, she's a landscaper, so... I'm going to use her service. It's just nice to be able to return the favor. You know, if you use my service, I'll use your service. And it might be a little costly, but that's okay. It's worth it. You know, I've learned that the hard way. You know, if you get what you pay for. And I think my rates are pretty competitive in the sense that I, you know, I'm worth my rate and 
pretty soon I'll be getting the same rate as some of my predecessors even and people are willing to pay that which is awesome and I try to give them the best class that I can and I love Pilates so much that I would do it for free if I didn't have to live in this world with money but you know I think it says a lot when people are willing to pay your rate and the people that can't afford it well unfortunately I would like to help them but I can't be helping everybody that's why I do charity work and community service so um, anyways it was a great class next time maybe you can listen in and I have to go vote now we're voting for the school district board of directors although I no longer have children in school I don't want a bunch of kids growing up learning a bunch of crazy stuff that isn't true so I need to go vote and if you have an election coming up you should vote too everybody needs to vote that's how a democracy runs and um, if your candidate wins well that's even better so anyways goodbye for now so I went to go vote I get there and then I find out I have to go to another location to vote for something else that is similar but not the same it was for propositions for the school board but the other one is for the candidates of the school board I was like what in the hell and they were like you know you're the first person that you know commented anything about that because it's just insane why would you have to go to two locations to vote for things that are related anyways or at all I mean it's just ridiculous first of all gas costs so much second of all I think they just make it difficult you know they just want you to not go vote they just want you to do it wrong so that your vote doesn't count well fuck that and then on top of it all I'm running out of gas I have to go get gas I just want to go home okay just want to go home and drink and anyways my son is working at the election so I got to see him at least and he sent me to Starbucks so that was another trip and then back and I got to embarrass him though a little bit in front of everyone but they're all friends I um I've been working the elections for a while now I haven't past couple years having started my business and just been busy and then just not you know having not been able to for whatever reason but for the most part I had done it consistently for a while it's a really easy gig and they pay pretty well but I also do it for democracy and because I love my country 
So, anyways, it's good to see a lot of old faces, new faces, and it's good to see my son doing something that's, you know, good for humanity, democracy, peace on earth, goodwill to men, whatever. Everybody says he's such a good kid. Ugh, and he is such a brat. Let me tell you, if they could see him at home, they would be appalled. They should have, like, secret cameras all over my house and show how he really is. No, I'm just kidding. He's a good boy. He just hates his mama because, you know, mama's mama. But that's okay. As long as he goes out into the world and pretends to be nice, that's awesome. Well, maybe not pretend. I mean, maybe he really is nice. I don't know. But he sure not nice around me sometimes but I guess I would be tired of me too and get upset so in fact most people eventually do so I'm used to it it's not a big deal now I have to get gas and I'm in a line to get gas so what am I gonna do going to go around here and see if I can pull in. Oh, no, that guy's not leaving. He's staying. I tell you, they make it so difficult to get gas. You would think they were giving it away for free. Anyways, I guess I'll wait. Talk to you guys. You know, if you have any questions, feel free to answer. I mean, ask, haha, I'll answer. I'm new to this podcast thing, so I'm not really sure how it works. So, if I don't interact right away, or if I, you know, say something a little, I don't know, not right, or if I'm boring, or if I'm not on topic... Well, too bad. I hate podcasts that are, like, just about something. Yes, I'm going to make a podcast about World War Three. You know how fucking boring is that? I think that podcasts should be just like reality shows. And it's anything goes, baby. It's the Wild West out there. All right, well, I'm going to go get gas. So you guys just chill.